What up, everybody? It's your boy, Wes, and welcome back to the Semi-Daily Show. Now, let's talk hoops. The number two Raptors defeated the number seven Brooklyn Nets, 104-99. The Raptors stars came in big like they did in game one. Fred Van Vliet, 24 points. Kyle Lowry, 21. Pascal, 19. Norman Powell with a big 24 off the bench. On the Nets side, Karis LeVert was pretty much the only one that did some. 16 points. Tyler Johnson off the bench, 12 points. Nobody shot good from three, and their big man had five turnovers. What's up with that? Toronto shot under 70% from the line, but it does not matter when the Nets is turned over as much as they were. Way too much. It was a closer game than I, than I anticipated, but the difference maker was the superior coaching from Nick Nurse. Superior making small adjustments throughout the game and ultimately taking out Marcus All for Serge Ibaka. And that was pretty much all she wrote. Let's move on to the Nuggets, shall we? Nuggets versus Jazz, number three seed versus number six seed. The Nuggets lose this one. The Jazz come back throwing blows. Donovan Mitchell, he didn't have 57, but he definitely had 30 big ones, a 30-piece dinner with the biscuits, okay? Joe Ingles with 18. Jordan Clarkson with a big 26 off the bench. Rudy Gobert helped with points too, 19 of them. The other guys is what really did it for the Jazz. On the other hand, the Nuggets, the stats look pretty good, but it doesn't tell the real story. Michael Porter had 28 points. Jokic had 28 points, 11 rebounds. Murray only had 14 points, 4 assists. Very, very big drop-off from the last game. Hopefully, this inconsistency is not a pattern like I thought it was going to be. Maybe he'll pick it up. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Utah, the reason why they won this game is because they took a massive 22-6 run into halftime and they never let up, never took their foot off that gas. The Jazz made 23-pointers. Michael Porter Jr. looked really good at the end of the second with 12 points. Murray struggled, like I said, only four points at halftime. And Clarkson and Ingles were the big difference makers showing up in this game. That's how they won, man. Like I said, Donovan Mitchell, 30 points. Very efficient 30 points. This series is tied 1-1. The number three Celtics face the number six 76ers. Guess who wins this one? Seas. 128-101. Jason Tatum led the charge, 33 points. Marcus Smart, 10 points. Great defense. Jalen Brown, 20 points. Only two or seven from three, but six and six from the free throw line. That's big for him. 22 points from Kimber Walker. Looking good out there. Moving, shifting knees, shifting ankles. The 76ers, on the other hand, Joel Embiid at 34 and 10, but it was not enough. Tobias Harris, 11 rebounds, 13 points. Not enough. 0 from 2, not enough. Al Horford, 4 points, not enough. This team, not enough without Ben Simmons. Embiid has absolutely no help. The team played good in the first half, I mean first quarter, but overall shot 5 for 21 from 3. That's not going to do it for you. Philly only scored one fast break point. Just one. No one can stay in front of Kimba and Tatum. The Celtics threw hella different defense at the 76ers, had them all frazzled and confused. Celtics up 2-0 in the series. The number two Clippers against the number seven Mavs. 
Clippers lose to the Mavs, 114-127. Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis smelled blood. They were out for a vengeance. Kristaps Porzingis and Rap whopping 23-7. And, and the second-year phenom Luka Doncic pours in 28 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. Looking good. What a great bounce-back game for those two, man. Tim Hardaway Jr. with 17 big ones. That's a help. And S. Dot Curry with 15 points. Whew. This team is looking good, man. When they're rolling, they're rolling. On the Clippers side, Playoff P had a ooh, oh, whoa, Playoff P, an overwhelming 14 points, 10 rebounds, man, so much. Kawhi Leonard, of course, had 35 points and 10 rebounds, looking good as always. Markeith Morris, no, this is Marcus Morris, 14 points, eight rebounds. He's been doing good this this series. I like him a lot. His size is messing up Luka a little bit on the defensive end, and it's exposing him. Lou Williams, 23 points. Not enough, Lou Will. The big problem with the Clippers, the defense is not as sharp as it should be. They're maybe sixth man of the year, Montrez Harrell. Not as sharp as he should but he's been missing time. Uh, I think, what was that, due to injury? So he didn't pay, play the beginning games? Tough break. Lucas sat out from six minutes in the third to pretty much four minutes in the fourth, and it didn't really matter because the second and third quarter is what did it for the Mavs. The bench was a big factor. Dallas penetrated easily. The shooters were hitting. Couldn't be stopped. Sorry, Clippers had no defensive identity. They looked like a defensive bowl of jello. No shape all over the place, and no one really likes them. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what no one really likes them. It had to do with defense, but I just I thought I'd throw that out there. The Clippers do not know how to guard Bobby and Porzingis. Those two big trees, man, they have nothing for them. The Clippers really need Patrick Beverly, and it shows. This series is tied one-to-one. -one. Number four, Indiana versus number five, Miami Heat. The Heat the Indiana Pacers 109 to 100. This game was way closer than it should have been because Indiana Pacers don't have much on the offensive end. 17 points, nine assists from Michael Malcolm Brogdon, 22 points from Oladipo, who is still looking terrible. Not terrible, but terrible by his standards for sure. The Holiday brother, only six points. He needs to do better for them to win. TJ Warren is looking like he's certainly cooled off. He's in the ice bath, 14 points, 7 to 15. Pretty efficient, but 0 for 5. Goose egg from 3. The Heat's Jimmy Butler had 18 points. Very strong game from 3, 2 for 3. Only 3 shots attempts, but he made it look good. 6 of 8 from the line. The Dragon, the Dragon, Goran Dragic, 20 points, 6 assists. And the young Duncan Robinson, who many think is the best three-point shooter in the league, 24 points, 7 of 8 free goals. Duncan Robinson hitting his first six threes is a huge sigh of relief from the first game because he did not look good in the playoff opener. Bam is not big offensively, but huge defensively. And they also have Iggy out there, you know, doing Iggy things. If you need him, he's there for you. Injuries are really hurting Indiana. No Sabonis, and it shows. But despite that, they weren't as bad as they should have been. Quarters two and three is what really hurt them. Heat up 2-0 in the series. Number four Rockets beat the number five OKC 111-98. Again, no Russie, no 
problem. James Harden with the 21 and 9. Very inefficient, 211 from three, but 9 and 9 from the free throw line. Wasn't his best game today. Eric Gordon picked up the slack again with 15 points. Jeff Green off the bench with 15 points. Dan Tony's doing a really good job with that guy, man. Jeff Green usually isn't good like this in the playoffs, but he's been looking pretty nice these two games. Austin Rivers with 11 points, 50% from the three-point line, 3 of 6. P.J. Tucker is holding it down, man. 4 of 4 from 3, 14 points. God bless that guy. And for the OKC Thunder, 31 big, big points from Shea Gilgis. Shea Gilgamesh Alexander. Chris Paul looking extra regular, looking like Cliff Paul out there with 14 points and only two assists. Two of seven from the three, not good. 17 points from Gallo, though. That's pretty good. Six of six. He was six of six, six, of six from the free throw line. Steven Adams with six points and, oh, I'm sorry, eight points and 11 rebounds. Schroeder off the bench, 13 big ones, but it was not big enough. Houston jumped out to that early lead at the end of the first. But ultimately, that fourth quarter push is what did it for them. Houston's defense has been remarkably good. We'll see how true that is deeper we get into the playoffs. OKC looking very young out there. No, no urgency. Looks like they're not fully realizing the moment they're in. Timely turnovers seem to be a part of the OKC's DNA. Rockets up 2-0 in the series. Number one seed Bucks, 111 to the number eight seed Magic, 96. Big win for the Bucks. They needed this one. This game, they finally look like the number one seed that we know them to be. Giannis with 28 and 20 rebounds. Whoa! 7 of 8 from the free throw line. Robin Lopez also pours in 20 big ones. 4 from 8 from 3. Big improvement from game 1 for him. They have a lot of help. They played 10 players, man, and they had a lot of players in double figures. 15 for Pat Connington. 15 and 11 for Pat Connington off the bench. 11 points for DiVincenzo. Orlando just doesn't have enough. Big Vooch at 32 and 10. Shouldn't sign back Orlando, man. You're contributing, but not to a win. Marco Foltz, 11 points. That's not going to cut it for you. DJ Augustine with 10 points. Didn't hit anything from the field, but hit all of his points from the free throw line. So I guess that's something. Terrence Ross, Terrence Ross with 12 points off the bench. That big first half pushed all the momentum forward for the Bucks the entire game. No answer for Vooch. But no other teammates can do anything either. Bucks were hitting some shots out there, unlocked the first game, and like I said, finally looking like that number one seed. But can we talk about Chris Middleton real quick? Where is he? You heard I didn't mention him in the box score because he's not, no, he wasn't anywhere to be found. Has anyone seen Chris Middleton? I sure haven't. Two points, one of eight from the field, 0 for four from three. I've been saying it all year. I can't trust the Bucks because I can't trust their supporting cast. And that means you, Chris Middleton. Big money for little performance. Gotta do better if you guys plan to win a ship. Series tied, 1-1. The number one seed Lakers take on the number eight seed Blazers. 111-88 was the final score. Lakers get that big dub. Huge victory. The Blazers upset them in the first game, but the Lakers could not let that happen. They had to come put the smack down on the candy asses. Anthony Davis carried the team on his back with 31 points and 11 rebounds. Very efficient, 13-21 and 3-for-4 from the three-point line. LeBron James only had 10 points. J.R. Smith had a pretty good game with 11 points. Four turnovers, but hey, that's J.R. 
The Blazers' dynamic duo left a lot on the table. 13 points for CJ, 18 points for Lillard. They had a combined 2 for 12 from 3. Not good at all. Lillard is 5 for 5 from the line, but together they didn't get to the line very much. The free throw line, that is. Nurkic had a piss poor game, getting bodied in the hole by Davis. He only had 9 points and 8 rebounds. Carmelo Anthony. Looking like OKC, Carmelo. Two points out there. Not very good. Only took one three. Only had six shots. Simons had 11 off the bench, so that's pretty good. The big takeaways from this Laker game, the Lakers played aggressive defense. If you can't say anything else, their defense has been phenomenal the whole bubble. AD was aggressive. He didn't fall in love with the three. He's banging in the hole again. I love that. They always win. Well, they don't always win, but they always do good when he's banging down there. The Lakers are finally hitting some shots. But the fact the Blazers couldn't buy a basket out there, whack. The fact that their defense is written in invisible ink, whack. The fact that LeBron James only had 10 points, which is probably the lowest points he ever scored in a playoff win, whack. The fact that he still doesn't look good out there, the fact that he hasn't looked good out there the whole bubble, whack. The fact that he doesn't look good but can still get his stats, whack. The fact that Dame Dollar left the game early with a dislocated finger on his left hand, whack. The fact that that's not a shooting hand, pretty cool. The fact that this series is tied 1-1, pretty cool. And that's it for today, guys. I'll see you again on Sunday. Peace.